You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, every team, everywhere. New episodes of original content all week on the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. You've heard us talk about DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports and how payday can come every day by entering their contest with huge cash prizes up for grabs. This week is jam-packed with action ranging from basketball to golf and DraftKings has plenty of ways for you to have a front row seat to all of the action. Making a lineup on DraftKings adds excitement to every night and is simple to do. Draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every moment means more with the DraftKings lineup on the line. It's simple. Each player has a salary associated with drafting them. Assemble a lineup of players while staying under the salary cap and sit back and watch your points pile up. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to users across all sports. Now that you know how to play, download the DraftKings app and sign up using promo code THPN. New users will get a free entry with their first deposit. That's code THPN. Once again, promo code THPN to get a free entry with your first deposit. Only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello and good day, San Jose, and welcome to the Stick Hungry Podcast, your home of the San Jose Sharks on the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, Nick, before we get into it, I was hoping you would still be dancing uh, after that DraftKings clip. Yeah, I saw you some good moves I saw in the background. I saw you cue me up, and I was like, nope, not at all. You're (laughs) killing me, you're killing me. Well, anyways, let's uh, let's get into the show. Um, we'll start out with our Twitter handles. You can follow myself at dyl underscore thpn. You can follow the show at Stick Hungry Pod. Nick, where can the fans find you? You can find me on Twitter at Nick Floor underscore. And producer T at producer underscore T E E. And producer T is in studio today. Yeah, I mean, rocking the DraftKings sweater. Rocking the DraftKings sweater. I love it. Use promo DraftKings. Did you use promo code THPN to get that sweater? Well, it's not actually DraftKings sweater. Yeah, we got producer Pigeon looking over here, you know. Yeah, producer Pigeon's in the studio as well. Uh, No Kyle today. Uh, Could be stuck in Reno. Uh, You might pop in. You might pop in. We never know if this guy, but hey. There you go. That's, that's a stick hungry podcast for you. There's some He's guarantees that's, that Kyle might help you. <laughs> that's that's the one consistent yeah. thing about this show is the inconsistency of Kyle popping in. Uh, <laughs> Kyle, if you're watching, please jump in. Um, all right, guys. Let's, just watches this stream and doesn't join. <laughs> just sitting there shaking his head. Start sending in questions. It's like, Kyle, what are you doing? And he's like, you know what, boys? I'm going to try. I'm going to try and connect to the internet. Five seconds later. It never gets me. It gets me every time. The snow shovel, man. (laughs) If you're you're listening to the podcast, please go back to the live stream 
and uh, and watch that clip. Yeah, it's live reaction of Kyle. Live reaction of Kyle. He's uh, yeah. he's lost some hair apparently according <laughs> to this clip, but it is Kyle. I assure you, it is Kyle. Yeah, it's just bad camera quality. That's just a bad camera. <laughs> <laughs> the stress of the internet. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, boys, right. we got our we got our second regulation win. Uh, reggae horns, please. Yes. Uh, yeah. Finally, finally. reggae <laughs> horns. What are reggae horns? Sorry, oh, hold on. on. You don't know what reggae horns are? I know what like a. Uh, I know what an MLG can... horn is. I know what like a 420 horn is. I've never heard of a reggae, like, reggae horn. Like, never more common than what you just listed. I'm sure. I've never heard yeah, of them um, referred to uh, as that. Actually, producer Pigeon is going to bring up some reggae horns on his phone, and we're going to play it through the. I'm uh, curious to see the what you think you would call these then. If you, I mean, it's literally like the number one used horn or sound effect in any and all Bay area music. So it would never be called reggae horns around here. Like it would be like, thank you for listening to 98.5 FM. Yeah. That's not a reggae horn, but not in San Jose, not in the United States. It's not. It literally it's says, says reggae horn. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. In Canada, in that's Canada, probably not even Canadian. Canadian YouTube. Making yeah, reggae horns are Canadian. No, horns. I meant no, that. no, come on, really? No. You know what I meant, boys. Yeah, you know Jesus. what I meant, boys. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to my work, and I'm gonna just take a video. I'm like, hey, what's a reggae horn? Everyone's gonna look at me. Nick, I'm gonna need you to step in the office and okay. piss in this cup. Maybe that is specific to the Bay Area, but I think everywhere outside yeah. of the Bay Area is gonna call it a reggae horn. No. Uh. YouTube would disagree. Uh, I assure you, all those videos are not being uploaded from Canada. Anyways, anyways, off the reggae horn top. Off boys. the reggae horn top. That's for another day, folks. Uh, yes, we do finally have a regulation win. Uh, our second of the season. It's against the Anaheim Ducks. I yeah. mean, it's a team like I've said before that I'd hope we would be competitive with. Uh, but we did look good last night. Um, so I will give it to the team. Mario uh, Ferraro didn't look too great. Yeah. Uh, he was the two, best Ducks player on the ice. He was yeah, the best Ducks sure. player potting in two goals for the Anaheim Ducks. Um, unfortunate. Un- unfortunate. The first one especially was rough. The first one was rough, and it sucks because he has been so good this year. And he's been one of the positives for the San Jose yeah. Sharks. And he almost lost us the game. But hey. It was we, the like most Sharks goal against you could ever think of. Like, Yeah. He gets caught pinching, so he's got to hustle back to try to get back into the play. The The pass comes across, ends up going off of his own skate, but in slow motion, it looked like, and Jones just can't find the fucking puck, and it just sneaks through his Grand Canyon-sized five-hole. Yeah. Uh, VI Sports Talk saying he is San Jose's uh, Nate Schmidt. Yeah, Nate Schmidt basically scored on his own goal in the Calgary-Vancouver game. That was another bad one. Uh, Zach Croft saying, hey, guys. Hey, what's up, Zach? How's it going, Zach? Uh, I think the most uh, goal against the biggest, like, uh, I think it was actually an OT winner. Dan Boyle scored on Evgeny Nabokov during a playoff game. That mm. was the worst goal against from a defender in Sharks history. Like, watching that hurt. It was too many flashbacks. Well, I mean, it, it hurts, but looking back, it's like, you know what? We were in the playoffs. Yeah. That's, yeah. You know, we were playoffs. a competitive team. I mean, look, we're literally celebrating our second regulation win, and the other one was Minnesota. I know. We're like, like a third of the way through the season this is, at this point. We came into this game tied for last place in the West Abilities. That's only go up. so sad. A lot of the, the best thing is every game is essentially like a four-point swing in yeah, its own yeah. sense. Exactly. If you're not giving away points like the Sharks have been the last forever for the entire season, essentially. So two win or sorry, two a point – 
okay, English is difficult. One win, <laughs> two points. Um, is essentially you're, you're not only just getting two points for yourself, but you're removing two points for the opposition. Is what I mean by the four point swing. So. Yeah. Uh, John Leonard. John yeah. fucking that man. Leonard. John uh, Leonard season. Scoring his first goal uh, for the San Jose Sharks. It was nice to see him get on the on the score sheet. He's been a pretty solid player all year, so uh, he deserved it. It wasn't wasn't the most beautiful goal, but it was a nice no, goal. It, it, it was a shot on the power play. Sh- that alone, if, if even if he didn't score, even if he just got off the shot, we'd be praising him right now. But he got a goal, so there mm. you go. There you go. LeBanc also ending a 10-game streak without a goal. Here's my issue with the LeBanc goal. Okay. So he comes in and he banks it off of uh, John Gibson and goes in the net. The LeBanc announcer, the, the, exactly. The announcer didn't take that opportunity. He didn't say LeBanc banks it off the goaltender <laughs> or LeBanc with LeBanc. <laughs> oh, that would have been better. That would have been better. Yeah. He didn't use any of those. Uh, that, that's sad. Yeah, that's actually very depressing. Yeah. So you know, I, I want to say that Randy Hahn's probably out of his element, being you know not in this the actual arena itself. I'm not sure if he is for the home games or if he's allowed to be, but he just the whole mask, everything's fucking them all up. He's out. Don't of his get element. me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I love Randy. I just feel like that was a missed opportunity. <laughs> I really do. At least you got to say it here. The, the sharks are rubbing off on him. Missed opportunities all over the place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. Uh, Zach Croft coming in hot with the comments today. Yeah. Um, he says, did the Sharks look different without uh, Eric Carlson and Shimmick or the same? Yeah. yeah, neither of them were on the ice, so they did look a little different, yeah, didn't they? Had to look a little different. <laughs> Visually, they yeah. did yeah. look a little different. I mean, we lost some hair. Numbers were a little off. And yeah, they leaned very heavily on their top four. The Clayson uh, Malosh unit didn't get a whole lot of ice time. I think they only had like a dozen shifts throughout the entire game. Um, so, I mean, w- negatively, you don't see a whole lot of defenders bringing the puck out of the defensive zone and kind of leading the charge to try to do like a controlled entry. There was very little of that from the Sharks defense. So um, there do was we, a... Do we have an idea of what's... I, I mean, I haven't looked into it. I, I've been pretty busy the last couple of days, but I mean, do we know what the injury is to uh, Eric Carlson? Lower body. Lower body. Okay. Very and, and his his yeah his history with soft tissue very specific <laughs> his uh his history with soft tissue in the lower body region is just makes this a tougher pill to swallow you know cuz he's been getting a lot of flack not because of necessarily just his play but because of the contract that's attached to the play uh Shang Peng wrote in an article that he's basically performing like a 5 million dollar defenseman which is still pretty good like decent in areas, but he's not performing to an 11 and a half million dollar defenseman, which is what he's being paid for. So uh, there's a lot of people who thought that, you know, the sharks looked quote unquote better without Eric Carlson, which is just a blatant lie because he's still one of the best defensemen in the league. Um, We gave up so many turnovers in the off in the, in the defensive zone. A lot of one touch passes were just really bad. Vlasic stepped up a little bit. Um, but you, you know, when you're leaning heavily on four defensemen because your defense pool prospects, whatever you want to call them, your depth chart essentially is just doesn't exist. Uh, no, we, we don't look better with Eric Carlson not out there. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd agree. Um, his contract's always going to be a topic of discussion just because it is so, it is such a high amount and it is for so long. And I mean, 
the sad thing is he's not going to get better from this point. I'm not saying he's bad right now, but he's getting older. And, uh, you know, will he look like even a $5 million defenseman in a couple of years? I don't know. The I more niggling don't. injuries he has like this as well, the, the less likely that's looking right. We needed this one shortened season for him to be healthy because he said he was healthier than he's ever been coming into this season. And, you know, it hasn't so, looked... So, you're, so basically you're saying Carlson's a liar now. Yeah. Okay. I mean, <laughs> that's there's no other way to say it, but he's a downright liar. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it could have been lingering. He's obviously going to tell everyone, oh, yeah, I'm in the best shape of my life, blah, blah, blah. I've had 10 months off to well, you know, not why you well, like, up. I mean, it's, it's a cliche, though. I mean, how many times have we heard that in a training camp? Best yeah. shape of my life. Yeah. Never been healthier. <laughs> Get pucks deep. Best shape of my Ten life. games later, he's out. Yeah. Bad groin. Yeah. We only take good groins here on the San Jose Sharks. The only person who I honestly good trust. Good groins only. <laughs> it's a good groin zone. GGO, folks. GGO. <laughs> good groins only. Hashtag it with all of our, our tweets now. Hashtag THPN. Hashtag GGO. Uh, Zach Croft saying that contract is really bugging all of us Sharks fans. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's a large Zach, chunk of Zach, a cap. This is what I want you to do, Zach. Go to our Twitter profile, and you'll see it's one of the first tweets on there. We actually have a voicemail. I want <laughs> you to leave a voicemail and tell us how you really think about Eric Carlson. That's your homework for the day. Don't let us down, Zach. VI Sports Talk. Zach hates Carlson. Yes, it does. <laughs> Confirmed on the Stick Hungry podcast. Yeah, it's there's so many mixed emotions that go along with that contract, but um, we're not I, talking about that anymore. I'm done no. talking about his fucking contract. We beat the damn ducks. We need to pull some positivity because the next the next like nine games are gonna be just brutal. Like absolutely brutal. But um uh, Nick, you brought up Vlasic. I mean, I didn't think he looked too bad last game. I mean, he's obviously not his old self at you know seven million dollars, but I think he, he played a pretty steady game. Yeah, he looked a lot better last night. Uh, well, I mean, your guys are going to be hearing this if you're listening to the podcast on Thursday. He looked a lot better against the Ducks than he has all year, in my opinion. He was paired with uh, Knizhov. So, I don't know. Maybe Carlson just gets him too out of his comfort zone or some shit. I don't. I really have no idea. But, yeah, he looked much better both in his own zone. He was patient with the puck. And this goes back to the Vegas game as well. Like He's the one that sprung the pass to Rudolph Balsers. Yet, granted, it was a little behind him, uh, which led to the Tomas Hurdle goal. So, you know, Vlasic has been playing much better the last two games, but we'll see if he can continue the play moving forward. See if it took him, you know, a dozen games to get warmed up. Man, we got some names on this team, eh? Meloche and Balsers. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's Rudolph's Balsers. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's one of the worst hockey names out there. Yeah, there, there's just some really some brutal names out there. Yeah, and I mean, Producer T can't pronounce yeah. the easy ones. Not going to so, even I mean, try those. He, he looks at those on the outline. He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm, done. I'm done. Nope. I can't do this. <laughs> So uh, like, um, sorry. Go, go, ahead. Ahead. go ahead. No, I'm I'm the Canadian. Nah. I'm the polite one here. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, like sorry, guy. If, <laughs> if we're pulling positives from this, right? What would you guys? The, the biggest positive that you'd pull out of it from this game, just specifically the Ducks game moving forward. What's the biggest net positive out of that game, other than the regulation win? You know what I would say? I would say Martin Jones. He had a solid game. And, uh, you know, the goals that he did let in, well, you never expect your own teammate to put it in the net. So I'm going to excuse a couple of those goals. So I'd I'd say Martin Jones is probably the most positive thing uh, to come out of that game. 
I'm, T, I'm gonna... you doing all right over there, bud? You seem fuming because see, of this. I see, I see He's like, oh, rolling my down the fucking god. <laughs> I mean, I, I can never say Martin Jones is a positive anymore, unless he like absolutely turns it around for more than you know half a game. But for me, for me against the Ducks, it was it, it was the second period, boys. Like we actually showed up in the second period for once. We've been outscored twenty-one to seven so far in the second period. I mean, even so, if we have an average second period, it's a step up. Yeah, I mean, exactly. The fact that we didn't, you know, come in the huge negatives that we looked like we were still into it. I think that's why we keep going to these overtimes. And it's been an issue last year as well, is that we just leave it too late. It's like we're lethargic halfway through. I don't know that, but that's a coaching thing, a locker room thing. But for some reason, the boys are struggling to make it all the way through. But when they do, look at the result. Hey, Bob Bugner getting a win number 100 as uh, as coach in the NHL. There you go. Not a boy, Bob. He's going to go for dinner at Milestones tonight. I tell you that. <laughs> Hell, you have Milestones, oh, milestones in the States. Oh, man. Never do you, have, do you have the restaurant Milestones? It's for all of life's milestones. Nope. Oh, well, that's, Maybe not on the West Coast or that I've seen, but all right, uh, might be somewhere else. Zach coming in with a bunch of comments saying, I don't hate the guy. Uh, you know, just, he's saying a bunch of stuff. But you know what, Zach? I'm not going to put up any more of your comments until you leave Go me a voicemail. voicemail. Yeah. Leave yeah, me a please, voicemail. Zach. I, I want to hear the passion. The passion doesn't come through the text. Free to call. And it takes anyone. a lot less effort. Yeah, you know? exactly. And anyone, give us a call on that voicemail. It's easier. It's free. We love hearing your voice. More comments. I'm just going to flash them up. You can read them, Zach. You got to you gotta leave the voicemail. Uh, for me, I like the uh, I like the power play number two unit. Power play one looked good, uh, better than it has the last couple of days. Again, this is the Ducks we're talking about. So just hamper your expectations <laughs> moving forward. Um, but power play two, I called it the youthful exuberance power play because I don't think anyone is over the age of 24. Hmm. on that power play i didn't even check like this is just an educated guess can they just call them young bucks or something the young bucks super look, look okay hey, just hey, producer up, T, where struggling. did you think of that one it's, eh? more than, <laughs> it's more than two syllables t i'm sorry okay. yeah i know we gotta keep it simple for us over here keep it simple <laughs> <laughs> so there was ferraro meyer leonard donato and bolsters and that was actually the power play that scored after just an amazing effort by Meyer on the ground, getting the puck back around to Leonard, who then they run like a quick little high cycle and Leonard just says, fuck it, I'm taking the shot. And he ends up scoring. Crazy what happens when you shoot pucks at the net. But um, I I just love the way that that line looked. It was a lot faster, crisper, and they weren't afraid to take shots. It wasn't a pass-first power play. How about Timo Meyer? I mean, he's been pretty quiet on the stat sheet so far. I mean, I don't think he's necessarily looked bad this year, but he hasn't done a whole lot, in my opinion. Yeah, the last couple games, he's brought his own juice, though. I mean, he got that demotion down to the Gambrell line, you know, prior to the Vegas game. It was a couple of games where he was on that line with, I believe it was Noah Greger as well. And he kind of, you treat it as a demotion and you work towards moving your way back up. And he has, essentially, he's just been, uh, He's been doing a hell of a job the last couple of games. Even in the losses, he seems to be a bright spot moving forward. If he's not scoring, he's still taking shots and he's still getting the puck around to his teammates. That's what he got an assist on that Leonard goal. Yeah, he was the second assist. So uh, it was great to see that. And uh, VI I mean, Sports at this Talk, point, at this point, you'll take second assist. Any assist points. God damn it. Points. <laughs> uh, VI Sports Talk leaving another comment here saying, uh, leave a voicemail, Zach. Prove me wrong. Do it. 
do it now. <laughs> we're not even we're not even asking at this point. We're, yeah. we're telling you. Yeah. It, it's we, not, it, it, went, it went from a like a please, like, hey, you should do it to do it. Yeah. Zach. It's we're demanding now. Uh, do it. Do, do that do again. With, with, that, with that same stern look on your face. No, could you imagine being my son? I'm so, do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Hey, uh, oh for boy. Italian parents Just all over the you know our, uh, Speaking of Zach Croft, here's something that Zach can really get behind, right? Yeah, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Come Zach Croft says, what's the number? Zach, here's what you do. I'll give you a rundown of how to do this. You go to our Twitter page, at StickHungryPod. I think you? it's the second tweet. It says, leave us, leave us a voicemail with this link, with a little arrow pointing to the link. You click that link, you leave the voicemail. Bada bing, bada boom. You're on the podcast. Yeah, don't even have to call, really, technically. Click bada the bing, bada boom. You like so that, dude? Phrases. Bada bing, bada boom. You're on the podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. You guys wow. are killing me tonight. This, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's been something else. It's been something else. Um, anything else we want to talk about uh, for this game? Uh, no, no. Well, you mentioned Meyer. I mean, I think he's been a part of those few players that we said at the start of the season that are going to have to have really good seasons for us to yeah. compete and you know he hasn't really when he has when he has showed up like you know to, like he did yesterday we they look a lot better so i mean you know him eric carlson you know Vlasic, we've had so many poor performers that we needed to have a better season so yeah it's nice to see and, him and i mean well i kind of look like a fool now because i think i think it was after the first or second game nick where we uh we did the post game show and i was all over meyer i was like this guy is looking like he's firing all cylinders this guy's gonna put up 30 fucking goals and now look at him i mean he was he scored a goal he was in the shit all the time he was just active and then i i'm still embarrassed by my uh my prediction on how many goals Kane would get this year. What did you say again? I think it was it was something stupid. I know that. <laughs> okay, it, way, it came stupid. out of your mouth. So I mean, <laughs> it was something stupid. I, I think you might have said thirty. I think bottle down, sir. I think I did say thirty, which is not going to happen. But to be fair, that was uh, pre-bankruptcy news. Yeah, so exactly. Well, know. you'd think he has more to play for now. Get that contract signed, solve a problem. Uh, I, I can't. Nick, it's right Nick, here. It's it's vague. I screenshotted like I said to you guys that I would do. For all, of those, uh, for all those listening on the podcast, okay. go back to the live stream and watch Nick uh, present his phone that he can't actually read. Uh, yeah. It'll be very useful. Quality I don't content. know why. It's just so fucking blurry when I put it up there. It, it is. It's so bad. 28 goals is what okay, it was. Okay, so read out our predictions. Let, let's, let's see where we are uh, a third of the way through the season. I don't know. If Not we are looking good, boys. Yeah, we are. Not looking good. I mean, the oh boy, oh dear lord. Most goals, Dylan, you put Kane with 21. Okay, I can't so. believe I put 28. <laughs> oh, oh my god, <laughs> listen, okay, I okay, put this... Meyer with 27. He's had one in 13 <laughs> games. Yeah, it's not that bad. Thank god. <laughs> and uh, yeah, producer T had 28 goals for Evander Kane. Holy shit, wow. Uh, yeah. This is before. See, this is before you said that. This is before you gave your prediction of twenty-eight goals. It he was going to trail, boys. You know what? I sometimes get accused of not necessarily being a very positive fan. You know, I'm a little. You know, not necessarily. You know, I just don't think 
Too positively, you know? I can't get the words out. <laughs> can't get the words out. Producer I, seems I very objective. Whatever. I just give up. I give up. <laughs> I know what you're trying to say, though. I know what you're trying to say. Don't yeah, worry. I'm just going to cry in a corner. You don't got the Homer bias, T. You're very objective. Uh, I was trying to be positive before the season, and that did not work out for me. So someone, someone's trying to be a wise guy here, right? <laughs> so we were telling Zach Croft that uh, we would stop putting up his comments because he commenting on YouTube. I said, no, I just flash it up there until you get us a voicemail. Zach says, you know what? These guys are fucking idiots. I'm going to roll over to Periscope and use my other, other Twitter handle, ZachMan200, saying uh, Evander Kate definitely needs to stay on the penalty box. So I'm preparing that email. I'm waiting for that voicemail. I'm, Evander Kane was taken to the side. I'm really trying to stay on topic. You guys are killing me right now. Uh, Evander Kane apparently was taken to the side after the Vegas game and spoke with uh, Bob Ugner, and Bob basically said, look, Stop with the bullshit. Like, yeah. we need you on offense. We don't need you in the box. It's like, it's a, you, the dad, the dad, 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 dad. We're all having problems tonight. This is a, <laughs> this a, is a hell of a show. Yeah. It's like a, it's hit once and twice at the same time. I don't really know, like, the fucking proverb for it or whatever. Basically, Kane's not only not available to be out there on the ice on the penalty kill, he's in the fucking box. So it's like a double whammy, essentially. It's the only please, way I can put it. Please, God, do not go to the casino after the game, Kane. Yeah, stop. Get some help. Yeah, I mean, that might be your only way out of this, but I mean, yeah. Damn. Sharks only took one penalty against the Ducks anyways, and it was the Meyer hooking penalty. Stick rode up the guy's stick into his hands, and they called it a hook, so... Well, you know what? That means that we're actually moving our feet because early in the season, we were getting lazy and we were seeing a lot more hooks, a lot more slashes, and we're not seeing that right now. So that is a positive. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, biggest thing for Kane... Getting back to him is quit the bullshit with Vegas, man. Like literally, yeah. Just be level headed. Like if if Peter DeBoer is going to put the fourth line out there against you, you're first line winger. How are you not making them pay on the scoreboard for that? Because the second that they neutralize you, you put the rest of the team behind. Because now the fourth line goes against the third. Our third line goes against their second. And our second line has to find a way to neutralize Mark Stone. And that's very fucking difficult. So keep your ass out of the penalty box and quit being a goofball. Okay, buddy? Uh, VI Sports Talk saying, nah, he will fight Jake Paul and get his money back. You know, I saw that uh, those comments in the background before uh, you popped them up there. And you know what? Maybe it is a little tongue-in-cheek or not, but I honestly think that this guy has an image that he is trying to build, right? And that isn't to be clean. We saw it in the playoffs where... So the bankruptcy was on purpose. Well, no, no. I'm saying the stuff on the ice, the showmanship, you know, yeah. being in the box, you know, when he's mic'd up, the stuff he does. I, I know, like, it, it's a good selling point for him personally, right? And he is putting himself out there on social media with these guys and... That they can make big money from it. So you do wonder if there is maybe a distraction off the ice that is affecting his play on the ice and his behavior. And honestly, it wouldn't be the first time with Evander Kane. I mean, no. you know, the Buffalo Sabres, the Winnipeg Jets, they know all about it. I mean, good for him to try and get his money and all that, you know, whether he wants to do it through a boxing match or, you know, but... San Jose, you know, how much money and term does he have with this team? And, and he's kind of, I don't know, it it's kind of looks like he's taking it a bit for granted, but 
know. Yeah, I mean, it does look like he is distracted. I mean, he has had a couple good games where he's run around there and kind of thrown his body around, but I I don't know. He's he's not going to put up 28 goals. I'll I'll tell you that right now. Bit of a spicy fucking question for you guys. So Evander Kane has a modified no-trade clause where he submits a three-team no-trade list. Do you think the Sharks don't protect him? That's tough. As we, I, uh, give me another like shark. Sharks, shark stopped. I mean, paying his bills essentially. You know, sending those checks to Centennial. So like, maybe they're they're done with the bullshit. You know, like every other team before has been tired of the bullshit. Maybe they send they expose him in the draft and see if Seattle takes it and then takes the contract with it. Would you take? Him I mean, Seattle? I, I would explore a trade before I do that. To be quite honest with you. Yeah, but three teams. That's what a modified no trade clause you ask for is. I mean, so and then you have a trade okay. deadline to worry so about. He, does that mean he gives a list of three teams that he will go to? I from what I'm reading here, it says he submits a list of three teams that he can be traded to, and if if the team isn't on that list, he's not going. All right, let's roll the clock back a little bit here. We're gonna. I know we talked about the Vancouver Canucks a little bit too much, but we're from Vancouver. Ryan Kessler submitted a one team trade list uh, to the Vancouver Canucks, oh. and that team was the Anaheim Ducks. The Vancouver Canucks were still able to make a trade with the Ducks, and they got back a prospect and a first-round pick. And Lucas Pisa. And Lucas Pisa. Uh, so, you know, it's it's a possibility. It depends what team, if, but you can make it work. If they are thinking of getting rid of him and exposing him in the draft, then why not look for a trade first? See what's yeah, out yeah. there. See what three teams he gives you. See what those three teams give you. And if you're not, then sure, expose him. As a franchise in Seattle, I think he'd be a great pickup because you need personalities in that first year as a new franchise, you know? Maybe his his exuberant behavior on the ice isn't exactly needed right now in this Sharks team, but, you know, in in a new franchise like Seattle, he would probably absolutely rock it, I think, you know? You you know, send him to Arizona. They need to sell some tickets, you know? You see Van der Kane act like a fool. I mean, he's looking to, to... improve his brand as so many you know people are these days so have at her uh by the way folks it worked uh let, oh we got let a, this be an example we got that, a voicemail that peer pressure does actually work uh <laughs> you guys are bullies <laughs> yeah we bullied him into a voicemail <laughs> a voicemail so we're gonna we're that's gonna right you did send a voicemail bring it up here uh, <laughs> congratulations no don't play it now though okay yeah. so here's the weird thing i tell you guys i do not hate Eric Carlson as a person. What I can't stand is that he's we're paying him all this money, eleven point five million dollars a year. It's close to ninety one million dollars for a whole entire contract. That we get what we have him for, right? So and he's playing not not the Eric Carlson we know from Ottawa. He's playing this crappy way of hockey. So I want everybody to understand this. I do not hate him. As a person, but I can't stand the way he's playing lately. There's a difference. I want him to be the Eric Carlson of old to prove us wrong that he can be that elite player. That's what I think about Eric Carlson now. I don't, I don't hate him. I don't hate him as a guy. He's a great guy off the ice. On the ice, though, he has to be better. That's it. All right, so I think what Zach's trying to say is <laughs> – like personality wise, he just really dislikes Eric Carlson. <laughs> 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 I'm just with you, Zach. Welcome to the Stick Hungry Comedy Show. <laughs> uh, I mean, I get uh, what yeah. he's saying. I mean, and I think I don't I think, think anyone thinks that he's a he's a, a bad guy off the ice. You know, he's a very 
anything you've seen of him, he's, he's obviously seems like a very nice, personable guy. But th- at I'd the end of the day, that. who cares about that at this point? I agree with that. And I think Zach's comments are the same comments from a lot of Sharks Nation. Uh, but there are rumors out there that, you know, he is kind of bringing a, a toxic environment with him and to the locker room at this point. That We saw that that did happen with the Senators, with uh, Mike Hoffman. And, you know, there was some stuff that went on there with yeah. the wives behind the scene. That, that mean, was a crazy story. In the summer, we got to bring up that story because it was yeah. nuts. And I mean, I, I'm not saying that is happening, but, you know, there's no smoke without fire sometimes. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, and it's like it'll be it, interesting it, to see. Is there actually an issue, or is he just playing poorly? And yeah, you know, it's you know, members of the media kind of looking for an angle. It could be that and as it, well. For sure, it could be that. But you know, there's only one way to get everyone to shut up, and that is to start playing better. That's yeah. the only thing he can do at this point. Yeah, and how much of his injuries have still been lingering over the last yeah. time? Like I said before, soft sure. tissues or soft tissue yeah. injury injuries. Oh my injuries. god! Injuries. I'm done. I'm, <laughs> I'm out of here. That was the, that was the best one yet. All right, injuries, Nick. Uh, Nick has left the building, folks. Soft <laughs> tissue injuries. God. Uh, Are uh, some of the the harshest when it comes to like reoccurring? You know, there's the word injury prone gets thrown around a lot, mm-hmm. and in like the physical therapy world, it's it's a, a fallacy in and of the sense, but soft tissue injuries are one of the very few things that you can classify as being, you know, easily re-injurable and classifying you then as injury prone. So um, if that continues to be a problem, I'm interested to see how Doug Wilson, if he continues to have a job after the next two seasons, how they're going to address this contract. Cause I'm not sure if there's a way they can do an amnesty buyout or if there's a way they can do some sort of uh restructuring of of something i have no i have no clue it's something's gonna have to happen you know uh vi sports talk commenting uh dr floor um i can't wait to hear more about the physical therapy world uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, yeah just rip it on kyle's not here we gotta rip on somebody uh, <laughs> All right, so I, I don't know if we moved on from the Ducks game, but I think yeah, we, we, did. we have. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's let's talk very quickly about yeah. the upcoming games against the St. Louis Blues uh, this Thursday and Saturday. We're playing the Blues. Hopefully, we can keep the momentum going. You know, if we can play like we did against the Ducks, I think we have a chance. Are we going to win it? I don't know. The St. Louis Blues, they're still a really good team right now. They're a good team, so everybody's going to have to play at the highest level and. Goaltending is hit and miss for us. I mean, Martin Jones played well against the Ducks, but will we have good goaltending against the St. Louis Blues? I don't know. And that's what it comes down to, in my opinion. I'd be very happy if they just split that series. If they just win one, lose one, whatever the score at this point. I think you have to keep some kind of momentum from this win from the Ducks. And if you lose the next two, I guarantee on Sunday we're going to be talking right back to square one, which kind of sucks because we, we, we had some positives today to talk about. And that's what we want to keep going. So hopefully, would you take this to you? Would you take two overtime losses? No, no, because we come out, we still come out with two points. I know, I know, but we can't keep doing it in overtime because even if we, like Nick said, so even if we keep winning these in overtime, they're no longer four point swings because we're giving a, a point away, basically, right? Yeah. So it's just, it's not helping our situation at all. I'd much rather us have a, a loss and a win. Yeah. I was going to say two regular time losses, but that would be stupid. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Quality content, Nick's, boys. Nick's just looking at us like, boys, like, is this even the show? Am I? I'm, right I'm telegraphing my words so that way I can actually pronounce them. <laughs> He's just thinking about uh, mentally writing them in front of the wall in front of him, like, oh, God. say good word. That's <laughs> that's your first mistake. Once you start overthinking it, it's over. You are done. Jeez. You might as well end the stream. It's happened to me several times. Don't you worry. <laughs> uh, no, the sharks are too uh, consistently inconsistent. I would be more than happy if they split the series. I'm tired of overtime. It's it's going to be di- more than difficult. And like you said, goaltending has been shoddy. Team defense and front has been even worse. So if it's not one thing, it's the other. Like I'm tired of seeing that pendulum swing for the Sharks. And and you guys talked about momentum carrying over. It's going to be difficult. They're having two days off. So like, how much momentum can they actually carry over? They had an off day. Today, we're recording this on Tuesday. They had an off day today, so they're going to go back and practice on Wednesday, and we're going to see which way the pendulum swings. Is it going to be good team defense with no offense, or is it going to be overloaded on offense and we're giving up everything that's thrown at the net? You know, so I mean, I agree. It seems like we we can't do both. We can't play well defensively and have a good offensive uh, offensive game. I mean, the Sharks have still yet to dominate a game. They've yet to control full 60 minutes. They've yet yeah. to look like a cohesive unit. The line blending, as much as I love it, you know, you're not allowing guys to develop any sort of chemistry. If the Sharks can, in my opinion, Nason needs to be pulled out of the lineup because he was virtually invisible. And I, I'm interested to see why Sorensen was a healthy scratch. Maybe it was to, you know, just bring some juice into the lineup with Nason or, or something along the lines. I, I uh, prefer Sorensen's upside over nasons because there hasn't been any this year so you know keep the lines the same allow these guys to develop the chemistry the couture lebanc cane line has been the most consistent for us and they've been very well five on five and they were the only line that actually did anything worth a shit against vegas so they potted two of our three goals against the ducks need to continue to roll that line out there continue to keep old latvian balsers on the uh, second line with hurdle and meyer and Stop pulling the young guys out of the lineup when they're starting to find their stride. If John Leonard's pulled against the Blues, I'm gonna be a little pissed off. Okay, yeah, I can't keep I can't keep stopping the hype train and starting it back up. Okay, that's it's not how a difficult. hype train works. <laughs> it's very difficult. <laughs> Shit, that's it's a lot of coal. We got to stop. You know how long it takes trains to stop, and then, oh, we got to keep going. Now. Like fuck, come on. <laughs> Jeff Bakun's in there shoveling yeah. the coal. <laughs> no, Jeff Bakun's telling me to shovel the coal. He's, he's the conductor of this train. Okay, I'm just the, the I'm just the fucker shoveling coal into the engine. Okay, <laughs> Jeff Bakun says that's right. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I love it. That's perfect timing. And by the way, thanks Jeff for uh, coming on our last episode. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Great to have everyone on. Yeah, no, it was it was it was a good time. It was a good time. Um, it, it, just one more comment about you know the Sharks' performance so far. It's it's a shame because honestly, we're not in a terribly hard division. I mean, you look at the LA Kings, you look at the Anaheim Ducks. We should be able to beat those two teams. Look at the Arizona Coyotes. We should be at least competitive with the Coyotes if you're looking at you know the team on paper. But it's just, it's just not coming through. And I don't know. It's it's been a tough season so far. Jeff Facoon saying thank you for the invite, gents. Anytime, a gentleman and a scholar, Jeff. <laughs> not to mention, we're not being hampered by COVID protocol, like a lot of these teams are where they're getting postponed games and you find cold streaks where the devils haven't played in what feels like forever. So like, 
come on sharks take advantage of the the things that are actually falling your way because you're not going to get a whole lot of positives day in and day out game in and game out all i'm asking this team to do is pray on the week that's all i'm asking you to do pray on the week win, win the games you're supposed to win exactly um all right guys is are we done with the sharks talk right now yeah, are we done so. nick you got anything else shit. I'm done with the fucking sharks. All right. I mean, any opportunity I can shit on the Maple Leafs, I take it. So yes. uh, we're going to talk some Maple Leafs. In the next segment here, the fool we be pitting. I pity the fool. All right, uh, so like I said, the Toronto Maple Leafs were ripping on them this week. They are the fool that we be pitying. Uh, they are one of the strongest teams, or probably the strongest team in the Canadian division, uh, with so many great players like Matthews, Marner, uh, you know, Morgan Riley. They, they they have a lot of talent on that team. Good old jumbo. G- good old jumbo. Um, good old jumbo. And the Ottawa Senators probably, you know, they live in the basement. They're nice and comfy now. Yes. They've got a little stove down there. They're ready to stay in the basement. But last night, the Maple Leafs are up 5-1 to one looking against good. the Ottawa Senators. Looking good. Looks like you can just coast your way to a win. Yeah. Matthews back-checking, not a chance. But you know what happens? <laughs> they tie it up. The Ottawa Senators push it to overtime. And then what happens? Evgeny Dadanov, <laughs> Mr. Dad, scores... Uh, the game-winning goal, Dadanov, and it was it was on Family Day too, which is, oh, uh, makes a lot of sense uh, up here in Canada. So I, I just wanted to uh, point out that, like I said, any chance I can rip on the Leafs, I will take it. Blowing a five-one lead against a team like the Senators is ridiculous. Blowing a five-one lead against anyone is ridiculous, but when you would... do it to the Senators, ooh. That's rough. That is rough. That is rough. And then to actually lose, even if they, they lost the lead and then won in OT, I think they would still be kind of fools. But that they lost. Oh, I'm so hurt. <laughs> uh, we, got, we got Zach all riled up talking about the Maple Leafs. He says, oh, those uh, Toronto make me laughs. Good one. I've heard some worse names. Um, <laughs> oh, he, oh. That was the one I Sa- said from what he said. Sound the reggae horns. Uh, Zach has sent another voicemail. Let's uh, let's see what Zach has to say about the Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm assuming that's what it's about. I mean, let's we'll see. We'll see. Question for you guys: Would you guys want to see a guy like uh, Ozzy Wiseblatt uh, getting called up? Would that be good or? Would you guys want to see someone else from the uh, Barracuda be called up? I just want to see if we can get some more young blood coming up. That's all I want. Say, there you go. I feel you, Zach. I want to see more young players on the team as well. I just think it's too early uh, to bring Ozzy up on the team right now. I mean, he's he's a solid like minimum two more years away. He's probably a three, four-year project. He's going to be a great player. He has a lot of talent, but... It, it would not be good for his development, I think, if you brought him up to the NHL right now. I don't think you would do anybody any good. I don't know if he'd put up any points in the NHL right now. I mean, I don't see it happening. Zach. Well, like Nick said, even the young guys that are up here are getting chopped and changed so much. They're not they're not getting a chance to get into a rhythm. He's going to just be one of those moving parts that will just be chopped and changed as much. And right now, a year just in the Barracuda, it will be more beneficial for him long-term. And it's not like it's going to transform our season, right? A player like that isn't going to come up and instantly become a star. We know that. So having, I, I don't think it's, not, I don't think it's going to be 
anything that'll change our season unless there is like this huge need for him to get game time in the NHL, which I don't see. No, there's, in my opinion, there's no point of rushing players. I mean, look at the Edmonton Oilers, you know, in the last five years, it doesn't really count, but you know, the 15 years before that, how many high draft picks they had, and they would just throw those guys into the lineup, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old, even if they weren't ready, they'd throw them in the lineup. And at the end of the day, it didn't do them any good. It might have stunted their growth, to be honest, yeah, in exactly. the NHL. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I know where you're coming from, Zach, but I, I think we wait on uh, on Ozzy there. Nick, what do you think? Not at all. Ozzy isn't going to see this roster for another three years for good reason, like you guys said. No point in me regurgitating the same exact information. But names to look forward to um, that could be called up. You know, you have Alexander True. Uh, Jay, okay, here's a good one for you, producer T. Jaden Halgbox. Yeah, yeah, what? exactly. <laughs> yeah, that... no, I'll send you the deets, bro. I'll send you the deets. <laughs> Sorry, that reminds me. One of the names of the Anaheim on, on the Anaheim Ducks, Hawk and Paws. That is a hell of a hockey Hawk name. Every time he says it, I'm like, I, I think he's talking about ice cream or something. Like, <laughs> Hawk and Hawk and Paws. And you know, like Randy loved saying that name. Like, absolutely love saying that. And he's like, oh, yeah, hold on. He was no, like, puck? oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Raquel's got the puck coming down the left side. He's like, Hawk and Paws is looking for the puck on the right-hand side. Like, he's nowhere near the play. But he's like, you know what? I got to throw that name in there. Like, and he's already on the bench. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, VI Sports Talk with a comment. And you know what? I should bring this up. He says, before you end, shout out Luke Bourdon. Uh, hope he is resting in peace. He would have been 34 years old today. Uh, that makes me feel old because I remember when Luke Bourdon was just a prospect. I believe he was drafted 10th overall uh, by the Vancouver Canucks. Very unfortunate death. I mean, I think he would have been a great defenseman uh, in the league. So rest in peace, uh, Luke Bourdon. Um, boys, is there anything else we want to talk about on this show before we end it off? Nope. I don't even know what we talked about this show, yeah. so that's good. Um, I think we covered everything. I think we covered everything and more uh, on this episode of the Sick Hungry Podcast. You guys think Doobie's getting the start against the Blues? Or is it going to be Jones? You know, we're, we're going to be asking this every single game this year. That's the just... best part. We can take a tally. We can see who corrected it or who correctly predicted it the most. And at the end of the uh, at the end of the season, whoever has the least amount of guesses correct can have a pisky shot. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, the uh, the Quack Report, the Anaheim Ducks podcast, actually challenged us or or made a bet with us. Uh, that whatever team lost uh, that podcast would have to take a shot of whiskey followed by a shot of pickle juice. Preferably classic. Really, really good. Pickle juice. Picklebacks is what they're called here. What are they called? Picklebacks. Picklebacks. Really? I've had when I was bartending, I had people come up to order them at the bar all the time. If you're asking someone for a pickleback, you just like be careful who you're asking. That to. That's all I got to say. It's very um, true. Y'all got any more of them uh, <laughs> picklebacks? Uh, come around back. Yeah, I was going to say I got around back. <laughs> oh, man. Come on around the back. See Hector. Uh, <laughs> He's so, going to help you out. <laughs> so anyways, they Jesus. made the bet. Whoever lost would have to take that shot. Uh, uh, the Anaheim Ducks ended up losing. So uh, check out the Quack Report this Sunday. Look forward to that. Where they will be taking a shot of uh, pickle juice. And actually, it was kind of funny. We kind of like accepted the the invitation. I was like, I don't know, like Nick's not going to do it. Like Kyle might not be here. I might have to end up doing the pickle shot. 
but the boys from the sports room tap, tap yeah, yeah sports, sports room, room tap, tap the podcast they jumped in saying you know what boys We'll do it. We'll do the pickle shot for you. So what beauties? I was I was looking at their page. I think that's literally what they do. Oh yeah, no, it's just another excuse for them to drink. Like but I'll they take literally give any podcast that needs any drinking challenge, they do it for them. Honey, why are you drunk drinking <laughs> on a Sunday again? The fucking sharks beat the ducks. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to leave the animals at the zoo alone. Fuck. <laughs> This is a hell of an episode, boys. Oh, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm actually just trying to find uh, their, their Twitter handle because we probably butchered it. Uh, oh, Taproom tap sports. sports. Yeah, there is go. that what we said? At Taproom tap Sports Room Tap, but I was yeah, totally, I was going to let you guys fuck it, like, fuck it all the way up. Oh, well, thanks. I'm glad to know you got my back here. Uh, give them a follow at Taproom underscore sports. If uh, you, know, you lose any bets and you have to yep. take a disgusting drink, those guys, I guarantee you, they will jump in and do it for you. A small cost. <laughs> all right. Um, Boys, I think we're all done here. Yeah, <laughs> we were getting more comments in here, but I'm just like, you know what? I think this is a good time to end it. You so, can always uh, leave voicemails, Zach, and we'll read them on Sunday throughout the week. Just every any, night. You know what? Like. The voicemail is open 24 yeah. seven. Anyone, not just Zach, obviously, but yeah, send a voicemail. Send in a, send in Dequavis. a voicemail. Dequavis, hit us with another banger, please. Yeah, DeQuavis, yeah. Um, who's also known to uh, show up on the Soda Pod as well, the Minnesota <laughs> Wild podcast, on the Hockey Podcast Network. I don't yeah, know. Loyal if can, fan of that lo- network. Loyal game. fan. The network in general. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we get some more callers into the voicemail. But uh, like we said, probably about four times now, we're, we're trying to get out of here because yeah. it's been an absolute disaster we, we got to clean up the wreckage uh so to speak here so let's give a shout out to our twitter handles you can follow myself at dyl underscore thpn you can follow the show at stick hungry pod you can follow the network at hockey pod net producer t follow myself at producer underscore tee and nick find me at nick floor underscore all right boys let's get the hell out of here we're done let's do it we're done folks peace folks see ya